0: This is Where's God? Finding Him in the Small Stuff, and I'm your host, Greg McCollum. I'm going to tell you a story, a story that will inspire you and help you move closer to God through the small stuff in your life. A story to give you a glimpse of God that will surprise you with its simplicity and amaze you with its message. dog once named Lucy, who just loved to chase squirrels. And she had plenty of opportunity to pursue her passion too, thanks to a bird feeder on our deck, which the squirrels loved, and a built-in dog door and some very brave squirrels at that. She never got tired of the chase. She never lost interest. She never gave up. As soon as she saw a squirrel on the deck, Out she went, a blur of fur flying through that dog door. Actually, all you had to do was to say the word, Squirrel, you barely got the word out of your mouth, and bang, she hit that dog door full speed ahead, a dog on a mission. (laughs) But the squirrel always got away. Never once in the hundreds and hundreds of times she tried did Lucy ever actually catch a squirrel. She ran, she hopped, she jumped, she barked, she scraped her nails on the wood deck, but she never quite managed to complete the task. She never reached the goal. But every time a squirrel popped up on that deck, Lucy thought she could do it. She thought, this time will be different. This time, I'm going to catch that squirrel. No. <laughs> No, 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 no. I wonder if Lucy was just expecting the squirrel to reward her for the effort. I wonder if she believed the squirrel might finally just say, you know, dog, you've been trying so hard to catch me for such a long time. I admire your persistence and effort. It really is amazing. Here, I tell you what, open your mouth. Let me jump in. You deserve it. It reminds me of people who keep going to church over and over and over again, thinking that God will be persuaded to reward them for their effort. They go to church week after week after week after week, whether they want to or not, and they sit in the same spot, in the same pew, in the same church every Sunday. Their effort is amazing. They never give up. They never get tired. They keep going over a long period of time? What persistence? What effort? What for? Do they think Jesus is going to say to them someday, you've worked so hard for so long at going to church, it really is amazing. Here, I've opened the gates of heaven to you because you deserve it. Do they think their effort only will be good enough? I think the same thing is true now, even during the coronavirus. You know, even if you're not actually going to church in person, but you're still every Sunday faithfully, whether you want to or not, turning on a streaming service and watching it, and you're just doing it because you think the more you do it, that Jesus will be impressed with your effort to watch. I mean, if that's what you think you will be sadly disappointed. Because just like the squirrel was never going to reward Lucy's effort by jumping into her mouth, he would not sacrifice himself like that. Jesus is not going to reward anyone with a place in heaven simply because they made an effort to go to church or to watch it on the internet. He did not sacrifice himself for that. He did not go willingly to the cross of Calvary just to entice you to go to church or to watch it online. No, he gave up his life in that way so you would invite him into your heart. He doesn't want you to go to church to impress him. He wants you to go to church because you love him. Church is not the door to heaven. Jesus is the only door. Jesus first, church second. Look at it this way. If heaven is a doctor's office, church is the waiting room. If heaven is an airplane, church is the departure gate. If heaven is a late-night television talk show, church is the green room. If you're in the doctor's waiting room, you're already a patient. If you're at the plane's departure gate, you already have your ticket. And if you're in the green room, you already are an invited guest on the show. You see, you come to church— not to get into heaven, rather you come to church because you are already in heaven. You are already a patient of the great physician. You already have your ticket booked. You're already an invited guest because you already have Jesus as your Lord and Savior. The great apostle Peter went to church. Paul, the greatest church planter of all time, went to church. James, who was Jesus' brother, was a mover and shaker in the early church in Jerusalem. But for all of them, church was a consequence of their encounter with Jesus. Here's how Paul put it when he wrote to the church in a place called Philippi. Paul said, "...steer clear of the barking dogs, those religious busybodies, all bark and no bite. All they're interested in is appearances." The real believers are the ones the Spirit of God leads to work away at His ministry, filling the air with Christ's praise as we do it. Compared to the high privilege of knowing Christ Jesus as my Savior and my Master firsthand, everything I once thought I had going for me is insignificant. I've dumped it all in the trash so that I could embrace Christ and be embraced by Him. Lucy kept chasing squirrels, as long as they kept popping up on the deck. And she kept chasing them, even though they kept running away from her. Isn't it good to know that you don't have to chase Jesus in the same way, because he won't run away from you? No, instead, he turns to you, and he opens his arms wide this concludes today's episode of where's God finding him in the small stuff did you know when Jesus was preaching and teaching he never used words like justification sanctification glorification he never used words like those to describe himself God God's Word salvation heaven or eternity Instead, when Jesus talked about theological concepts, he talked about the small stuff of life. We call them parables today. He did that because his listeners could understand the small stuff. They were living the small stuff every day. It was through the small stuff that Jesus helped people move closer to God. There are going to be no intimidating, scary or overwhelming theological words as part of this podcast you'll just encounter things like cups of coffee home repair signs on the side of the road roller coasters and french fries all revealing something unique about god who meets you in real life ways every day